And goodbye baseball. That is a two-run home run for Tom Poole as he absolutely crushes that one. Welcome to episode 175 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. Like Eric Zabrowski, Aiden Huggins, Evan Wilde, and several other Albertans over the last few years, Tom Poole is making name for himself this spring with the Cloud County Thunderbirds of the Kansas Jayhawk Community College Conference. The Calgary product was originally recruited as a pitcher, but has instead put together a mammoth season at the plate. He's hitting 369 with 18 home runs, 59 runs batted in, and 17 stolen bases heading into the final weekend of the regular season, whereas Thunderbirds will take on Barton in four games. Not only is Poole leading the conference in homers, he's knocking on the door of the school record of 20. The 6'1", 205-pound freshman took some time out of his busy schedule recently to chat with us about his amazing campaign growing up in Calgary and how he considers himself a bit of a late bloomer. Tom, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Let's start up talking about the season you're having. These numbers are absolutely bananas. From your perspective, how are you feeling as you head to the plate each time? Um, pretty, pretty good. Sometimes it's a little here and there, but just kind of stick to that approach and be confident and hope the hard work is going to pay off. What's been key to your success so far? What's been working for you as you've been taking your approach to the plate? Um, just knowing that my abilities to hit any pitch in the zone is pretty, pretty strong. Um, just believing in myself has been pretty key. Not really having any doubt, and just knowing that no matter what happens, I'm I'm going to be able to perform. Has that always been a trademark of yours, or is that something that you've kind of acquired over time? Uh, no, that's been a more recent thing. I've had to. I've been to sports psychology for the past couple of years, and that's definitely helped with the whole mentality going into at-bats. Some guys take a little while to make that transition into college, and you've really taken really no time at all. Has that taken you by surprise at all? Yeah, it took me by surprise pretty well. I got recruited as a pitcher, funny enough, and mm-hmm. and uh, hitting has definitely been where I've been shining this year, so... Talk a little bit about that transition. Was that something that you made a conscious effort to make? Was that something that the coaching staff at Cloud wanted you to do? Walks through uh, sort of that decision to go from pitcher to being a, a real good hitter. Well, I've always been a two-way, and hitting has always been fun to me, but pitching has always been kind of the main the main objective with what I do. And uh, coming here, the whole plan was to two-way for the first little bit and then start the transition to being a pitcher um but then early in the fall i had a hamstring injury not too sure what happened i just kind of pulled it um but then i started getting some bats later in the fall and started feeling myself feeling myself hitting and uh just kind of went from there worked hard in the winter and paid off in the spring so yeah clearly and and as you look at those numbers even as you look at them do they surprise you at all yeah, they definitely surprised me. I wasn't much of a home run hitter back when I was younger, so definitely surprised me. What is it about the coaching staff down there that's really allowed you to kind of find your way as a hitter and allow you to, to come up with that power, or is that something that you've really just kind of worked on as the season progressed? Uh, the coaching staff has done a lot. Um, 
Coach Gilly down here. He's he's been great with the swing stuff and everything. And uh, our hitting coach is new this year, Zach Gertz. He's been great with the approach side and really kind of helping me stay confident and calm and knowing what my abilities are and sticking to it. So I think the coaching staff has definitely helped me hone in on what I'm good at and focusing on that. Heading into the year, did you have any goals in mind, stats-wise or otherwise, and have you exceeded those expectations? Um, going into the year, um, I had a couple of stat goals. I haven't really reached them yet because they're pretty lofty, but if we make a deep run into the postseason, into the regionals, I think there's a decent shot that I hit them. What were those goals? Um, the main one was to go 2020, so 20 homers and 20 stolen bases, and it's close. It's close. Well, and, and a lot of talk around uh, Cloud, from what I understand, is that 20 home runs is no small feat. I mean, that's that's record territory. What would that mean to you to be able to accomplish that in your first year of college? Um, it'd be pretty cool. Obviously, it's not the main goal. Um, I guess more of just a cherry on top. Main goal is just to win ball games and make a pretty deep run. See what we can do. And obviously you guys are doing that in spades. You're having a great year as a team. What's the feeling in the dugout right now with that team? You feeling pretty confident? Yeah, that's awesome. We we're definitely a close group. Um we're there for each other all the time and we're there to back each other up. It's a pretty great feeling. Talk us through kind of bringing a team together like that because you're all relatively new. It's a junior college. It's uh, a lot of new faces together. How is it that you manage to to gel so quickly like that and become that unified front? Um, the culture that's been built here over the past years has been really special. As you know, you've talked to a couple other cloud guys like Wild and Ty. Ty's here right now, and he can he is definitely a big part of the culture here, but just the stuff that we go through in the fall with the first week we get here and we do a bunch of bunch of running as a group and definitely brings us together just from the start. And then leading towards the end of the fall, we do a couple more boot camp like things. And that definitely, definitely brings us closer and a lot tougher as a group. You mentioned the two Alberta guys. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about some of those connections that you have. Is it does that make that transition into post sec a little bit easier if you kind of either know guys or know of guys and have that Canadian way, so to speak, being able to have it in your in your back corner? Yeah, it's definitely a big draw to come here. I love seeing a lot of Canadians around, and um, Coach Gilly definitely does a good job recruiting all the Canadians. Mm-hmm. Heading into the last few regular season games here now, and then the playoffs begin. What's the mindset for the team heading into this stretch run and and potentially a, a run at a at a World Series? Um, definitely just stay with us. Um, stay with what we've been doing. Um, stay with the tough team that we are. Um, yeah, just bulldog our way through the end and fight towards the end. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Absolutely. You've gotten there so far. Let's go back in time a little bit. Talk about your upbringing uh, a bit here. And let's talk a little bit about, first off, how you got into the game of baseball. You're a Calgary kid. How is it that you managed to, to find the sport of baseball? Yeah, my family's always loved baseball ever since I was younger. I've got an older brother that plays baseball, too, and that's kind of what really drawed me in. He's a couple years older than me, and I would always come to his practices and just mess around. And, yeah, both my parents love watching Blue Jays games, and that's just kind of what started it, and I just loved it, so I kept running with it. 
were you a multi-sport kid growing up or was it all baseball all the time in your house? Uh, it was all baseball all the time. Going into high school, I played a little bit of basketball, but that wasn't really my thing. So baseball is the one. So obviously it's one thing to have that sport as a thing that you love. When was that moment when you realized, hey, maybe I've got something here. Maybe I can turn this into a chase at college, perhaps. Um, Definitely when I went into high school and my coaches started talking to me, thinking about schools and stuff, it all started pretty early. And if I'm being honest, I thought it was a little premature. I thought I was just a little run going into high school, but yeah, it definitely clued in right when I hit my senior year and going into my gap year is definitely, definitely then. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that, that process of getting, uh, we talked about it off air here is growing up in the Calgary system and then trying to figure out exactly how you were going to make it into, into college and a post-secondary career. Um, you end up having to go around. So walk us through the, the journeys, the trials, the tribulations, all that kind of thing to being able to land where you ended up with cloud. Uh, yeah, so I was a little bit smaller growing up, and I just hit a pretty big growth spurt, and I definitely took took advantage of that. And my development going into my senior year here, I put on a lot of weight and prioritized my time in the weight room, and it definitely showed in the numbers that I was putting up. I gained a couple miles per hour in my fast form, and I definitely saw balls jumping off my bat a little bit more, which put me more on the map for schools to reach out. And you ended up playing with Langley before you ended up going to Cloud as well. I uh, want to go back a little bit and talk about the Bucks program. And what did that one mean to you in terms of your overall development, not just as a as a ball player, but also as a human being? Uh, yeah, I love those guys. Phil Curtis over there, um, Neil Gidney, the owner. Those are all great people. I love those guys. I'd do anything for them. They'd do anything for me. Um, yeah, they they've done everything for me in my baseball career. They They've been with me ever since I was around eight years old, and they've taught me pretty much everything I know about the game, and they they can take credit for 95% of my ability. Talk us through going to Cloud. How did that opportunity all come to be? Uh, yeah, um, Coach Gilly reached out to me just one, one day in the winter, and um, I I was definitely intrigued. I, I, hadn't, I knew about Cloud through... Uh, and wild i played with him growing up but he always talked about and how amazing it was so i talked to him through the process and it became more clear that it was definitely a really good place to be as a canadian for sure and having that connection is already a huge plus Mm -hmm. what's next on your your to-do list here do you have any d1 schools that you're kind of looking at or you still kind of taking it a day at a time here I'm still taking it a day at a time. I've got a couple of people looking at me here and there, but I'm not too worried about it right now. Just worried about winning some baseball games. You're still a young guy, still making a ton of memories now, but looking back on your career to this point, any favorite memories or moments on the ball field? This one, this one's my favorite. Me and my mom love this one. Uh, I was in Little League. I was a kid who always wore this white helmet. And uh, we were playing at this field that didn't have a fence. So I just hit a, a nice line drive that just kept rolling and rolling. And I got my first home run on that. And uh, as I was rounding the bases, I ran right past all my teammates and threw the dugout and just went and gave my mom a hug. I'll always remember that. My mom is my favorite person. And 
Yeah, I'll always remember that moment. And you segued well into another question that actually I wanted to ask too. Talk about those influential people, whether it's your mom or anyone else, who's really made a difference to you in not just your baseball life, but your personal life as well. Yeah, my mom and my dad are definitely huge, huge impacts on my life. Um, they, they're they just huge people in my life, and they teach me how to do everything. Um, my brother's also a huge huge role model for me being three years older than me and always playing. He's always someone I looked up to and strived to be as good and always try and beat him as much as he hated it. I always tried to beat him, but uh, yeah, those are the main people and you always got your coaches and everything, but you got a special bond with your family. Absolutely. I have a couple of fun questions for you here. The beard is probably one of the first things that people notice when you're flying around the base paths or the pictures that are floating around on social media. What's the story behind the beard? Uh, that's a long story. Long story. Um, yeah, I, I'm i not really too sure how it started. I was at summer camp one year, and I just decided might as well let it grow out for a little bit, see what I can do with it. Um, it was a little patchy at first, definitely, and I had to shave it a couple times for it to come in fully, but once it started to come in fully, I just couldn't give it up. I had to keep going with it was there anyone in that you had in mind that you kind of because i know a few major leaguers do that from time to time is was that something that you kind of keyed in on or was that something that you just said you know what to heck with it if i'm going to make an appearance i'm going to make it in style yeah you know you've got your charlie blackman's and brandon marsh is new this year but i always get called brandon marsh around here um obviously i'm not anywhere near as good as brandon marsh but i've got the got the beard and hair going on so don't mind that comparison too bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, and Joe Thornton hockey, that comes up. but That is definitely a good one as well. And speaking of the bigs, uh, this is a fun one too. You have the chance to play on any MLB team with the roster that they have right now. They're just calling you up out of the blue and saying, hey, Tom, we want you to come play for us. Who is that dream team that you'd want to play for right now and why? That's a tough question. The Yankees are on my team, but I don't know if I could go there. They got that visual bear rule. Um, <laughs> I think I'd have to go with the Mariners. They're young. bunch of studs over there. Not a bad team to go with, and I think our own Ian Wilson will be pretty happy with that, especially given that uh, a lot of people, as you mentioned, even in your household, the Blue Jays are kind of the team of choice around here, so the Mariners, not a bad choice indeed. Uh, a couple more questions for you here, Tom. First off, let's say you get to come back to Alberta and you're chatting with some of the kids that are going through the Bucks program now, for example, or going through a program in Alberta, and they're maybe 13, 14 years old, and they're looking to learn something from you. What kinds of advice would you offer to them to maybe get to to where you're at now or even even further? Uh, trust the process over everything. It's said a lot, and a lot of times it just goes in one year out the other. But um, definitely trust the process. And one thing that I've learned over this winter is do things that no one else is doing. It definitely puts you ahead of everyone else and gives you that extra edge. I don't want to call you a late bloomer, was but was is that a I'll call it a fair assessment, but is that something that maybe kids should take into account too? Is that maybe sometimes things don't come out the way you wanted at thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, but they might come to you a little bit later on? Yeah, I was definitely a late bloomer. That's exactly how I'd put it. Um, I I hit my growth spurt late. Um, yeah, just got to take advantage of when it happens, and if it does happen that late, there are options you can take your 
post-grad year, do a Chuba with that, and then even if that's not enough, Juco is still an option. Juco is a great option. I'd recommend it to pretty much everyone. Never know when you can find that one spot where uh, opportunities can be had, and you've certainly taken full advantage of the opportunities so far this season, Tom. Uh, final question for you here, and it's the one we ask everybody. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Yeah, it means it means a lot to me. It's it's pretty much it's my whole life right now. Um, waking up, just hanging out with the baseball team, going to practice, coming back, hanging out with the baseball team. It's baseball twenty four seven. It's my life right now. Um, it means a lot to me. It's given me a lot of opportunities to meet a lot of good people, and it's given me a lot of options to talk to people and make an impact on people that I wouldn't have gotten to make an impact on before without this game. So it definitely means a lot to me and it's given me the opportunity to do a lot of things that I wouldn't have gotten to do before. Great way to finish off this conversation, Tom. Congratulations on all the success you've had to this point, continued success with Cloud County and beyond. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast and sharing your story. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again to Tom Poole for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you enjoyed this or any other episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review on your podcast app as those actions help spread the word about us. We'd like to take a moment right now to thank our Platinum supporters for all they do, not only for us, but for the baseball community in Alberta. The Okotoks Dogs are less than a month away from opening day at Seaman Stadium. Not only that, they'll also be hosting the WCBL All-Star Game in July. For more on what promises to be a great event and much more, head to dogsbaseball.ca. And AHP Academy is quickly making a name for itself as a major player in the Edmonton region. They've been making regular commitment announcements and showing off their training on social media. For more, head to ahpbaseball.com. Until next time, thank you for all your support on our website, social media, and here on Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast.